Welcome to Anchor Daily, a podcast by Bethel Church. We're in a series called 1% Life, and together we're learning what it means to dedicate 1% of our lives to growing relationships with God, the church, and the world. Over the next few weeks, we'll learn about committing to community, choosing church, sharing the gospel, and more. Let's dive in. Hey, Bethel Church, this is Adam Phillips, campus pastor in West Pasco. And today we're looking at John 17, 6 through 12. I'm curious for you, what, what comes to mind when you hear the word repentance? For me, it used to be the street preachers who hold signs saying, repent or go to hell. It's not that their message was wrong, but their representation of Christianity just kind of made me cringe. And I was never able to detach repentance from that mental image until I began to see and hear other Christians talk about repentance in a more biblical and Christ-centered way. I want you to take a a pen and put it in repentance for just a minute because we're going to come back to it soon. But look with me at John 17, 6 through 12, Jesus's prayer for his disciples, which by the way, is so cool to think that God himself, Jesus Christ prayed in his ministry, but also prayed specifically for his disciples and, and prays for us in an ongoing way. And in this prayer in verses six through eight, Jesus is reporting to the father that the disciples are all in. They believe Jesus came from the father and reveals the father they obey Jesus and his gospel. They, they may not have all of their theological I's dotted and T's crossed, but they're committed to Jesus and his kingdom. And then in verses 11 and 12, Jesus turns to ask the father for protection over the disciples so that they will continue on in their faith and obedience and that they'd be able to stay united when hardship comes. And apparently this isn't something they or even we can do on our own. I think if we know ourselves well, this isn't something that should surprise us too much. So Jesus in verse 11, he prays, Father, protect them in your name or by your name. And then he goes on to say why, why he's asking this question, why he's asking the Father to do this. He says, while I was with them, I was protecting them by your name that you've given me. I guarded them and not one of them is lost except the son of destruction. Jesus is saying essentially, Father, I've been protecting and guarding them up until now, keeping them in my fold, keeping them in obedience to me. I've been empowering them to receive me and obey me. And now as I'm going to the cross, I'm asking you, please, will you keep up the work, guard them, protect them? Are you catching on to what Jesus is saying and what he's revealing to us? There's a force outside of ourselves, much more powerful than us that keeps you and me on the pursuit of God. And Jesus, he credits this force, not to some impersonal force, but to the triune God, to Father, to the Holy Spirit, and to himself. That without God's grace at work in you and me, we'd be headed in a different direction. It reminds me of Psalm 124. The psalmist says, if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, then they would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger against us. Then the water would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging water would have swept over us. If it wasn't for God, man, Israel would be swept away. If it wasn't for God working in us, we would be wandering from him. And so Jesus is saying, Father, protect my people. And thank God for this reality because you and I, we are prone to wander. As the old hymn puts it, we're prone to leave the God we love. We're prone to maybe know that Jesus is Lord with our brains, but not with our lives. And if you this morning or today or this evening, whenever you're listening to this, if you are Jesus's disciple and you are following him, it is because the father 
through the Son, by the Spirit, has empowered you and continues to empower you for that task every single day. And one of the main channels God uses to protect and keep us is repentance. The R in the PRAY acronym. Repentance is the word we use for this turning away from sin and idols and turning in faith to God. And in one sense, we are the ones doing the repenting. We are the ones confessing our sin and we're the ones turning from our sin. But in another sense, an even more important sense, God is the one who's working repentance in and through us by his grace. He's working in us to renew our minds, to to bend our wills toward him and to continue following after him. So to put it another way, our repentance, when we're living that out in our life, it is evidence of God protecting and keeping us, the very thing that Jesus is asking the Father to do. And if that's true, that God uses repentance to guard us and keep us and protect us in his fold, then repentance isn't a cringy word at all, or it shouldn't be. It's a life-giving word. And it's a rhythm we should practice in our prayers, often, arguably, every time we pray, turning to a God who loves us and forgives us and restores us. You know, Martin Luther, the great Protestant reformer, he thought repentance was so important that it was the first thing he mentioned in the 95 theses that he nailed to the door of the Wittenberg Cathedral back in 1517. He said, our Lord and master Jesus Christ willed the entire life of believers to be one of repentance. So as you are working through the 1% life and considering prayer, both the P, the R, the A, and the Y, let's, let's make sure that we don't lose sight of the R, repentance. The way that God the Father through the Son by his spirit intends and uses to keep us in his arms. Thanks for joining us today as we discover what it means to live a 1% life. If you haven't already, head to Bethel.ch to find more resources like our 1% reading plan, Sunday sermons, our 1% life study, and more. You can also connect with us digitally. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bethel Church Wall. We hope you have a blessed rest of your week. See you next time.